So I'm working from home for the rest. My voice already cracked uh, three seconds in. <laughs> We're working from home. We're working. I'm working from home for the for the rest of the month, um, because COVID is getting bad in Florida again. You know, which is weird because Florida always takes like. My extra dad told me that it went up by nine hundred sixty three percent. Why is that funny? Nine. Why is that funny? Your state went up by nine hundred sixty. That's not my city though. In COVID. That's not my city though. I got a safe city. I don't want to hear anything. It's all the it's all the redneck rinky dinky rinky dinky counties that don't believe in mass, you know. But uh, so I'm working from home for the for the rest of the month. But uh, my my university UCF they sent us an email. Guess what I said? Well, Dumb. you already know, but uh, it it, ba- it it was a long email, but I'll sum it up. It basically said, "We know COVID is bad, and we know that it's going to." keep spreading and we know that some of you guys will get covid but you know (laughs) ucf has shown over and over again that we're able to combat combat covid (laughs) we're able to we're able to fight covid and so that's why we know that there was a 900 percent increase but you still have to come to class and it's only recommended that you wear a mask. You don't have to. It's okay because we're, and also, we're knights. And also, if you have <laughs> we're knights, if you have COVID, that does not count as an unexcused um, absence. Yeah. No, no, no. The the um, if you test positive for COVID, you get one excused absence. But if you if you say that you've been exposed to COVID, that's not a an excusable 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 reason. You know, so it's like uh, bit more of the story. Um, there's <laughs> no more of the story. I don't know UCF sucks. What's the moral of the story? Oh no, there's no more. Spring semester starts tomorrow. I'm not excited. Are you excited for your You're spring excited. semester? You're excited. Um, it's your last semester. Basically, I'm almost done. Yeah. Yeah. Both are last semesters. Yeah. You're graduating this semester. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, anyways, welcome back to Difficult Dish, a podcast about different South Asian narratives. I am Mahua. And I am Mashnun. So today we're going to be talking about the double life that a lot of South Asians have to deal with regarding their parents because they're scared of telling their parents about anything that relates to their identity, interests, hobbies, sexuality, whatever it is, because they think they're going to get judged, they think they're going to get ostracized kicked out of their family so many different things right ostracized and it's that's a good word right wow that's a big word you like that one that's crazy sounds like ostrich yeah yeah we play, I, we played, I do have an english played, degree we played scribble yesterday and <laughs> one of my words was goofy and i drew goofy and i drew it pretty good right you did not draw goofy stop talking <sighs> so we actually got a lot of responses from you guys like you know, jokingly yeah, speaking. I think that's like the most we've ever gotten. Like we don't yeah, even jokingly speaking, you guys really went off. You guys are hiding a lot from your parents. Yeah, what's going on? you guys okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> what's going on? There were so many people that well, replied to our to our story. We don't yeah, even get that many for speaking, like the advice sessions. <laughs> <You're done. laughs> no, it was just a lot. Like you sickos. Is everything okay? No, honestly speaking, thank you so much for trusting in us and sharing so much we got so many different um 
things that you guys said, talking about sexuality. We, we saw a lot of responses about talking about dating life and just so many things that we want to talk about. So first off, Alhamdulillah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say like that? Like, <laughs> You're a freaking like Captain America. <laughs> so I have a lot of experiences with li- living a double life, especially in our last episode. I talked about it very briefly at the end when someone sent in a response about having a private Instagram and blocking all the family members because they can't post their genuine, authentic selves. You know, you can't really post pictures with wearing certain clothing or doing certain activities like partying or whatever it is. And I really resonated with that because I also had a very private Instagram for a long time until the past few years where I actually stopped caring and I don't care, like give a shit about anything anymore. And it's so crazy how so many girls and even males feel like they have to hide so, like such big parts of their lives from their parents because they think they're going to get shamed for it like i know my brother especially like he really likes music he really likes basketball and all these different aspects and my parents have no idea about it because my parents just care about the educational part about him and it was like that for me as well where they only saw me as a student and someone that had to get good grades and it felt like i couldn't really tell them about the other things that that i was good at and interested in because they wouldn't really care you know the only emphasis was on education so it's crazy how there's just so many different experiences that so many people go through, and that's just one of them. I mean, how'd you how'd you tell your parents like in the beginning about like all the art stuff? Because like your your mom is really into that too. So like, was she was she not with it when you started getting into it? I mean, I was in the arts since high school. I was in advanced AP classes, and your brother and was so- too, right? Yeah, your no, was... my brother chose not to do it uh, okay. because he was in the AP like STEM classes. So he was focused more on that. So I think that, you know, me starting it at an earlier age helped them see me as more than just science and math and STEM. But even then, it was really hard for me to give them that side of me because they didn't take it seriously. It wasn't considered as a real career choice. Hmm. And because of that, it just causes so much drift, you know? And there's like another mentality where it's like my parents would always tell me to tell them everything because, you know, they're they're your parents. They want to know everything and like they just want to be on that level with you. But it's like when you do tell them everything, you get shamed for it. You get judged for it. And it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't, you know. Mm. So, so many people have trust issues with their parents. I know I had trust issues with my parents, but they also had trust issues with me. Because I think when you go through that, you have the stage of rebellion and it just causes this big distance between you and your parents. I don't know if rebellion is a word. Is it? Rebellion is a word. I know rebellious and rebel. Rebellion is a word. Is it? Yes. Are you sick in the head? Don't even search it up right now. You look stupid. You look stupid. Listen. Because there's a lot of terms in social in social Re- studies rebellion. with rebellion. Yeah, 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 you got this one, you know. <laughs> no, I've been getting all of them. Ah. You're sick. Anyways, um, yeah, I think I think the same type of thing was 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 with me. I I didn't really have to hide things due to the fact of like my mom just being like really strict and just like me kind of like getting in trouble. It was just like 
I didn't want her knowing about the kind of things that I was into. Um, not only because they were not academic related, but it was just like, like culturally, it didn't make sense. Like societally, it didn't make sense. Societally, societally. Okay, so rebellion so, is no. No, word I just said the, I said the word wrong. I said the word wrong. Societally. All right. Come on. Right. Don't right. put dirt upon my name. I know what I'm saying. Right. I wrote a book. Continue. Mashmanir has fun. Um. <laughs> Like I, I remember back in back in high school. Like I was, I I really cared about like my hairstyle. I really cared about like the the way I was dressing. I used to always like put clothing in my backpack and and uh, like I would wear something very modest, you know, on on the way out uh, in the morning. But once I got to school, right before first period, I hop in the bathroom, I change real quick. That's crazy. I've never heard that for, from the guy perspective. It's always yeah, you usually don't, but but you know I had to. I didn't have to. That's a lie. But I did. Um, things like that. Um, even even like my hair. Like I remember I used to wear a hat in the morning, like when I left the house. But like I would always make sure to like take it off the second I got on the bus, just because if I had it on for too long, then like my hair would get messed up. But like I would always like. And I would bring all my hair products like onto the bus because I didn't want my mom seeing me spend so much time on my hair and like yeah all that jazz. So like there was definitely stuff, a lot of stuff I, I hid from her because I just didn't want her seeing the type of stuff that I was into because I know she wouldn't rock with it. I know she would mm-hmm. be really unhappy with it. Um, but like I, I think when I started turning like or when I turned sixteen, um, and I learned how to drive. It's crazy because like I didn't even have like a I was too lazy and too dumb to even like apply f- to get my driver's permit even though it's really easy like, you just sign up and you just like make your appointment and you get your permit you take like a little test whatever i never did that and i was like riding around in my mom's convertible f- until i was like 18 years old without like any sort of identification and like i have s- that's not good that's definitely I have, so illegal like I, I have so many stories of like just dumb shit that I used to do when I would take my mom's car out. Cause like I live right next to, or I live like right behind a Barnes and Noble and I would go to this Barnes and Noble a lot growing up. Side note, it's closing later this month, which is crazy. It's been open for like 40 years. Like my whole family has gone there sucks, but I used to always tell my mom, like I'm going like, mom, I'm going to Barnes and Noble. And I would like, <laughs> and she thought I was so studious cause I would be at, barnes and noble for six to eight hours uh, until 10 p.m and i'm i'm sure that she knew that i wasn't at barnes and noble the whole time um sometimes i tell her i'm going to the mall because the mall was across the street she always tell me be careful because like you have to just like cross the main street to go to barnes and noble you don't have to go on any main street like any any major road to go to the floor mall you just have to like cross obt to get to the mall but um yeah, and I, bro, I have, like, so many people to vouch for me about, like, just, like, so much dumb stuff that I used to do, and it's, like, I guess this categorizes as a double life, because, like, my mom was thinking that I was such, like, a good boy at Barnes & Noble studying. <laughs> really? When I was you just, were, like, I was just on, it up? I was on some dumb shit. I remember when I was in high school, this was probably just because I was really young, so I wasn't allowed to do that stuff anyway. I would just, like, tell my parents that I'm going to a sleepover. Which is crazy because a lot of brown girls aren't even allowed to sleep over, but I was allowed to do that from a young age. I would tell them that I was going to sleep over when really we'd just go to the club <laughs> at night. How old were you? <laughs> Probably like 19. Eh. I don't do that anymore. 
But it's also like when I was living at home and I would go to the gym and like maybe tight clothing. Mm. My mom didn't like that. So I would have to wear a hoodie and leave the house in that. Mm -hmm. And it's like just small things like that really just show you how you can't even wear simple clothing that you feel good in in front of your parents because you feel like you're going to get insulted or judged. And those are just like the simple examples, you know. There's just so many deeper examples beyond that. I remember not even being able to tell my parents who I was as a person because we were just never close, you know. I think when your parents are always implementing strict rules on you and just school, 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 they don't see you as a real person beyond just school and you don't see them as real people beyond just your parents, you know? So that just like causes that rift and it just didn't, I didn't want to tell them anything about my personal interests. And it was on honestly until recently, the past few years or even just the past year where I was comfortable enough to open up to them and it's just crazy how with age, it's like you mature, but you also realize that your parents are a human. They see you as a matured person as well, hopefully. And things just change. I remember like when when I met your mom, she was telling me that like your brother, like she wanted your brother to get back into like drawing. And she always talks about how how good of an artist that like your brother is. And I think you kind of set that that blueprint for her of like, you know, it's it's okay, and not not only is it okay, like it's it's admired to have like these third party interests that maybe aren't super traditional. So, you know, I, I think that shows like even if things do suck in the beginning, I think they they come around to it. You know, they they come to learn, and and like your mom tells me that she wants your brother to draw more, and I think that's like a nice like full circle kind of like you know it it was started from her getting upset that you were doing it and now she like wants your brother to like get back into it yeah cons of being the oldest sibling you gotta take all the heat while your younger sibling gets all the benefits i don't know about all that come on all right you know Sorry, the other I way around that you're the me. younger sibling for you yeah yeah you want to hear a funny story yeah <laughs> i remember i was uh i was 16 and uh I told my mom that I'm going to work and I used to work at Aeropostale at the Florida Mall. I don't think she's ever, I don't think I've ever told her the story. Mom, you're listening to this. <laughs> like, please, like, don't yell at me, please. <laughs> please, I'm sorry. But I told her, I was like, mom, I'm going to work. I told her I was going to work from like 5 p.m. to like 12 a.m. because it was like a Friday night and, you know, the mall was open late. You got to clean up before everything before you leave i was not going to work i was going to life in color the music festival at the <laughs> central florida fairgrounds that's <laughs> and, like what you do like electric music. yeah it's like it's literally like a you know how like edc is like 18 plus yeah this is a music festival that's literally meant for kids because like the age limit was 15 plus that's like that's how you know that it's literally like 15 to 19 year olds that go to this aka me so uh so yeah i i went all the way over there and this is when i knew that you know god god humbled me this day he was like don't do this again son this is you know so on uh on my way out you know the thing finishes me and my friends we're all gonna go get some some pepitas at a at a food truck on obt <laughs> you know and um so I get in my car and I start the car and I start driving. I get stuck in mud. 
my car is not working. <laughs> I get stuck. <laughs> my car is not moving. <laughs> you know when you like rev when you're like revving yeah, the engine and just like mud goes everywhere. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And this my my car was a rinky dinky car. I like you cannot accelerate past like forty miles per hour. It will it will implode if you try. So I'm here revving. I'm here revving. I call my friend. My friend Woodland. Sh- shout out to Woodland. He came to help me, and he was pushing my car while I was revving, and he became like smothered in and mud. this is when you're driving without a license too. yeah i'm 16 no id no nothing like to get into <laughs> i remember like you needed to show identification to get into you know the place to show that you were 15 and i didn't have any id <laughs> so i go to the guard and i give my ticket whatever he's like i need to see your id and i'm like <laughs> i tried joking out. i'm like for what <laughs> and he's like i need your id i was like do i look 14 to you and I was 16. And and he was like, you have a point. And he just let me through. Shout out to you. But uh, that's half the story. Got got stuck in mud. The car was like just smothered in mud. Then we get to the Pepita food truck. Um, I locked I lock the keys of my car. <laughs> and I literally had like $50 in my bank account. And the locksmith cost $50. I literally... I had like a couple cents left in my bank account after that occurrence because I had to pay for a locksmith at like 12 a.m. But I get home. I think I'm all safe. Uh, you know, I get home. My mom's like, oh, gotcha, coming to you. I was like, great, mom. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Work was great. And next morning, I think I'm all good. And then she's like, she she comes to me. She's like, why is the car covered in mud? And I was like, uh I was like, if you're listening to this, your son's a hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, I'm like, mom, I parked next to a construction site. Um, you know, just got a lot of mud. She's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then she (laughs) takes out the receipt for the locksmith that I left in the car. She's like, wait, what's this? (laughs) I was like, oh, I left the keys at the mall. I'm stupid. She was like, this is not the address to the mall. I was like all right mom no i'm sorry so she found out about the about the pepitas she never found out about the the music festival so mom i didn't park next to a construction you're site sick. You're i sick. i got stuck in mud and you know so that that's just, just a big lie that you gave to your parents yeah you know i i'm i'm i was big on this double life thing you know i think that was just you being a silly goose but that's not me i remember i remember sneaking out Every single night. I used to be wild back in the day. In high school, I used to literally sneak out. Like, my parents, the first snore that they would have, <laughs> I knew that was my my getaway plan. That was my sign to get out. I would literally, I had no fear. Like, I would literally open this loud ass, loud ass window right next to their room so quickly in hopes that that quick noise would just, like, you know, mask, like, the slow, like, nah. <laughs> You know what's crazy? I would sneak out. What? I I always just walked out of my house at night because like I know my mom oh, my nice. mom wouldn't really mind. It's not that she would she wouldn't mind. It's just that like, you know, I, I knew that she would trust that like I wouldn't do anything stupid. No, don't lie. I know you walked out that window once. Can I finish my story? Like that's literally yeah. what I was gonna say. Oh sorry. <laughs> but this one night when um you know, I, I don't know what happened. I was just like scared. And I was just like, tonight I'm going to like sneak out, like sneak out. Like, cause usually I tell my mom, like, mom, I'm going out. Like, I'll be home like soon. 
But this night, I knew I was going to be like out like late to like 3, 4 a.m. And I can't tell them I'm going to be out that late. So this one night, I, I like actually sneaked out. Like I opened my window. I left out my window. I usually just leave through the front door. But this one, one time, crazy, bro. The one time I've ever snuck out of my window where like the front door was locked and like the, like the, my door, like to my room was locked too. And this is the first and last time this ever happened. Literally this one time I, I leave, I, I, uh, I, um, it's called, I, I get out the window. I'm like hanging out with my friends in the neighborhood. We're about to go. Like we're about to leave like all in one car to like go somewhere. And like right when I get in the car, my mom calls me and I'm just like, yo, everybody like chill. Like, I don't know why she's calling me, but cause she thinks I'm just in bed and she calls me. She's like, she's like, yo, where are you? And like my heart drops and I'm like, this has never happened. Like I've never snuck out. I yeah. always just walk out the front door. If like, you guys and I know tell that her. call would literally shake you. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, uh, and thank God I was still in na- the neighborhood. I was like, oh, I'm just outside, like with with blah, blah. Is this your? Is this your? Um, is this you telling your mom right now? Does she know the story? Oh, uh, I don't think she knows this either. <laughs> um, this is just the expose, mom. Like, I love you, mom. If if you're listening, you know I love you. And I told her I was I was just in the neighborhood. She's like, oh, why is your door locked? And I was like. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know, blah, blah, So I come back home. I claw through the window because I told her I, like, locked it by mistake. And, like, she was totally fine. She's just like, oh, why don't you tell me? I was like, oh, I wasn't going to be out late, blah, blah. She's like, okay, make sure you don't accidentally lock your room again. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When I used to sneak out, I used to feel on top of the world. But I also think that you have to have this double life with your parents because you have curfews, you have all these strict rules. Because I knew that I wasn't allowed to leave the house after a certain time. And also at that time, unfortunately, unfortunately for both me and my mom, my mom was reading my diary for five years in high school. Uh, come on. <laughs> five consecutive come on, years in Come high school on, this woman oh my goodness this woman read it for so long and i had so many deep dark sick secrets in there that were i'm telling you i had so many trust issues because of this so because of that i couldn't really show my true personality because first of all what what else can she ask for she already got her mm. my diary she knows who i am mm. but it's also like i'm not gonna want to tell you anything because you don't trust me anymore because i'm lying to you but i also don't trust you anymore because you're lying to me about reading my diary so it's like things like this it really prevents you and there's just so much judgment like even now my mom me and my mom are very open with each other she knows like mostly everything about me and also she's fine with like partying freaking weird my yeah she's parents a party, are party animal. animals my, yeah, my God. parents are crazy they love their partying they're crazy but like, she tells me, like, she used to always tell me, you know, tell me everything. Like, you know, your parents should always know everything about you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we gave birth to you. We should have the right to know everything. But it's like, first, 
you don't deserve to have that right because like you don't you didn't give me anything to make me feel safe enough to you know tell you that about me Mm. but it's also like when you do tell them something you get threatened and it's just a whole judgment thing right so it's like i tell my mom everything but now it's like oh make sure like other people in the family don't know about this because then the reputation's gonna get ruined and then you're gonna get each judged even more so it's like it's fine that the parents know but it's like don't make sure that no one else knows in the family because mm. it's like we can handle it but everyone else can't handle it so that's crazy it's like so many different layers like yeah there's parents but it's also beyond that it's just like the whole freaking gushti at this point the whole family mm. the whole bloodline it's crazy being a, being a girl is freaking hard. Like, I really went off in the last episode where I was like, it's crazy that you can't even have a public Instagram because there's snitches here, there's family members here calling on you or, like, telling on you. And it's like, you really cannot live your own life. You can't post pictures in swimsuits. You can't post yourself with, like, alcohol in your hand. You can't even smoke hookah in front of anyone. Like, it's it's so crazy. Like, you really have to censor everything because you're scared that someone's going to find out. It's going to go back to your parents. Your whole life is going to get ruined. And it's it's wild. All right. So we actually have a lot of responses from our followers. And we want to talk a little bit more in depth about the different responses we got. We usually do two to three responses. But today we want to talk about four. And I'm currently on a time limit on Instagram, so I cannot pull them up for you. So Mashun will do it. All right. The first one we got is no, but not even about the inappropriate stuff. All of my interests are made fun of and belittled. If I do share stuff, my parents just don't engage with me, then ask why we don't talk. Mm. Does this ever happen to you? Does this happen to you a lot growing up? Well, again, like I didn't really share too much growing up just because I already had trust issues. So I never even opened up about those things from the start. But like I said, with my brother right now, like he feels like he can't even open up about his interests because the main focus is on his education. But I think at this point, it's like you kind of get got to get the ball rolling and you kind of got to start it out on your own. Because like if you always think that you can't open up about your interests and you keep putting yourself in that position... You're never going to get to the point where your parents are going are gonna to view, view you as a real person. And you're just always going to be someone that only, in their eyes, only cares about school. You know, you kind of have to like push for it. And, and I know it's really uncomfortable and you kind of just don't even want to talk about it with them. Like you kind of just come home, you go to your room. And it's like your interaction with them is like, oh, how school. But that's it, you know. You don't really want to further the conversation and there's nothing beyond that. But you really have to push through even when it's awkward and silent and they don't want to hear it. You really just have to keep pushing. I just, you know, I just don't think like brown parents, they would like prefer someone who's like academically successful as opposed to like someone who's academically successful and interested in something else. You know, I feel like I feel like all parents, all brown parents are open to interest as long as you're doing good in school. You know, I like for your like your brother's case, I think maybe your parents are not super interested in learning about what he's interested in. Maybe because like he just maybe he doesn't share a lot about the academic side anyway. Maybe he doesn't like. Yeah, he doesn't. 
Yeah, maybe like like I think his mom just kind of like or your mom kind of just like has to just believe that he's doing well. But I don't think your brother like walks through like all the courses that he takes and like what the courses look like and like really sh- like exemplifies that like he's doing well. And I think if he does that, then he'll he should start talking about a little bit about his interests. Because again, like it sounded like your mom was your mom was interested in in his in his drawing. So like I don't know, maybe maybe different parents think different ways. But in my head, I I feel like they're they always want to know more about you. They always want to know the type of stuff that you're interested in. And sure, maybe academics is like the top priority. But it's like once you show them, like, hey mom, like I'm I have straight A's, then it's like you mm-hmm. don't have to stop the conversation there. And I don't think they want the conversation to stop there. You know, like yeah. maybe they're not going to ask you what else you're doing, but it's like after you tell them that you're doing good in school, I think that's the perfect opportunity to tell them about the type of the other type of stuff that you're into. I think for me, like I, I had difficulty, like even though like it, it came across the wrong way and it was my fault because I wasn't doing good academically. You know, I was telling my mom like, hey mom, like I'm not doing good in school, but like I also love writing. Like then it got super mixed up and like she she didn't like it. But it's like, I feel like if you go in it with the perspective of like, I'm doing good in school, but like, hey, like I'm, you know, when I'm bit, when I'm done with all my school stuff, like I'm doing like these types of things. I feel like yeah. parents, I feel like that's, that's the kind of stuff is received well. Yeah, I feel like especially if your parents only emphasizes the successes in your life, like, for example, they only praise you if you get a good score. And like, you know, parents, they usually don't even praise you that heavily. It's just like a simple nod or like just not a very good type of praising. Yeah. So if they do only emphasize that type of praise, maybe you can start out by saying like, oh, like my art piece got on a show today or maybe I hit this many followers or like whatever your passion is, you know, but the success part and maybe that can be a good intro to it because it just shows them that whatever you are passionate about, whatever you are interested in, it's getting good amount of success. So that can be an intro and then you can kind of follow up with what you actually like doing and why you're good at it and why you like it and etc. Yeah. I actually got this comment today on my Instagram of this um, mom who's like 30 something now or 40 something. And it's very interesting when you get comments like this because like they're kind of around our generation, but they were like, they know how to speak to you in a way that your parents can't. So this comment said basically like, you know, now that I'm a parent, I understand and now that, um, that whatever my kids tell me, I find happiness in. And it's like, even if your parents don't seem, you know, interested with your interests, they really care a lot about your happiness and your success. So, like, try telling them even if they don't seem as interested. Mm-hmm. Because it is hard for your parents to kind of open up and show engagement. So, the next one we got goes, LMAO, no they don't. I'm sure we all know the stigma of being gay in an Indian household so when I was kind of outed because of the internet, they only got the surface amount of me. What you got to say about that? Yeah, I think honestly when you're outed like that on the internet and your parents find out in a way that you weren't expecting them to find out, it's like they only get the bad parts because they didn't really have time to process. But also, I feel like they associate that with like your family finding out as well. Hmm. It's like 
it's fine if your parents i mean it's not fine when your parents find out but at least when your parents find out they can process it on their own with just you know you them two or the family but it's like when it comes out publicly the whole family knows and they think it's associated with reputation so honestly i'm, I'm very sorry that it came out like that and i i know a lot of friends that have still they're still very closeted because they are scared that their parents are going to kick them out because they're gay or bi and they have to financially be okay before they can tell them because they know that they need to move out right after they tell them because they know their parents aren't going to accept it and it's so crazy that so many white parents usually accept it like I see so many videos of kids coming out to their parents and they accept it so quick but brown parents on the other hand is so different from what I've seen and it's so sad that your sexuality is such a big part of you and I saw another response that we got saying that like I don't know what's going to happen when I bring home someone or I want to marry someone that's the same gender as me and it's like that's your whole sexuality that's such a big part of your identity and I cannot even imagine hiding that from your family or not being accepted for it like I I really hope your parents come around to it and I hope they see you as their kid instead of someone that just loves someone that they don't accept you know yeah i think like for the most part it's like what whether your parents come around to her or not i think like the the biggest portion of why they would get upset is because of the way that it would look like to the family so mm-hmm. i think like i mean obviously i don't know the correct way to go about it but like in my head i think it would like just to reinforce the fact that like or to your parents that like you don't care what people think you know like this is like this is not to like stir up arguments this is not to do whatever like you like they should admire your bravery of like you know they should and i'm not saying they would of like you know you don't care what the the family thinks what the extended aunties that you haven't talked to in five years thinks about your your relationship and like you know, your parents shouldn't care about it either. And of course, like, it's not going to be received well. But I think, like, if you are if you are going this route, like, you have to accept the fact that, like, this is going to be... Wow, my voice is cracked like crazy. <laughs> like, this is going to be, like, the long game. Like, it's not going to be, like, a one-time conversation. Like, they get it. Like, you kind of have to keep working at it and, like, keep reinforcing the fact of, like, you don't care about the aunties all the way in in bangladesh talking nonsense about you because why would you care about that you know Mm -hmm. i remember like obviously this is not anywhere close to what this response is saying but i remember my mom found out something that i didn't want to tell her until way later on and she literally did not like view me as a person for a while and it made me so depressed and sad And I remember she was just, like, going through home videos from, like, when I was born and, like, the early 2000s when I was really little. And she used to record everything. And I think that just really made it, made her feel like that I'm her daughter and that whatever she is feeling, at the end of the day, I'm her daughter and I'm a person, you know? And it's, like, so many parents don't want to associate themselves with their kids anymore after they find out news like this but at the end of the day that's your kid you know like nothing changed about them just because you found the, found out this information so i really hope that you don't have to hide this part of yourself i hope that 
you know, they're there for you at your wedding, whatever you choose to have. And it's, I really hope that you find acceptance with it. Like you're, you're their kid at the end of the day. So someone said they hide their dreams and aspirations in life with their parents because first they have to convince them that their career choice, career choice is valid. And second, they have to constantly show that they're hustling to achieve it. And third, if they do fail, it's the I told I told you so. Now go be a doctor or something. So this kind of shows that like so many kids are scared to tell their parents about who they really are, or what they really what they're really passionate about, because they're scared that their parents are going to first hold them to a higher standard and just put a lot of pressure on them if they do choose to go a different direction for career. And if they do fail, it's like, oh, I told you, you know. It's like, I told you you should have been a lawyer. I, sh- I told you I should you, you should have been a doctor. And it's just so crazy because, like, the idea of failure is so looked down on in brown culture. So you, instead of, like, either pursuing the career that your parents are forcing you to choose, either you do that or it's, like, you fail and then you're looked at as just, like, a failure your whole life, you know? Yeah, I think, like, when I was in high school... I or even before that when I was in like middle school I always tried really hard to like stay in line like stay aligned with what my parents wanted like I remember I was just like really into like engineering in middle school I wasn't into it but like I told them I was just to like give them something and like when it came time to college like I told my mom I was like doing like economics and like I like entered like the college of business and honestly like if my mom hit me with like the you could do whatever you want i wouldn't be doing business i'd probably like be majoring in like writing or like something like that but like i think i chose the business line because like it's it's like a happy medium of like like something that i'll do and like something that like they'll be okay with and i guess that would kind of just be like my suggestion on like yeah like career related things but also just like in general of like how to kind of like bridge the gap between like any sort of like indifference there may be between you and your parents is like start with the happy medium like I told my mom I was doing economics I don't and I was I don't know I don't know what the hell economics even was I still don't um but like it's it's just something that's like hey mom like I'm I'm not gonna do like a hundred percent what you want but like meet me like over here and then like from there you can kind of like edge like closer and closer to like where you want to be and like you know i luckily i i found a happy medium and i i hope that everybody everybody does but yeah that's uh that's all we got sorry if we seem low energy we're just pretty low energy it's been a pretty long day for us um let us know if you like our new mics we haven't had anybody say anything about our new mics. All <laughs> went quiet after. <laughs> Please do. There was there was an uproar like, when we either, said we we're getting new mics. Either you tell us you like our mics, or we just delete the podcast. Like, please tell me. <laughs> do you, we're literally deleting it. Do you have ten second advice for our listeners of our beautiful, difficultish podcast about South Asian experiences? <laughs> Do you got anything for us? I gotta think about it. Hold on. Uh, in the meantime, can you guys guess how many subscribers she has? Uh, Put your guess down in the comments below. What comments? If you guessed 
I'm taking my my guess right now is what eight seventy. I'm probably it's probably around there, like eight seventy. It'll probably be a thousand by the time y'all are hearing this. That's crazy. Think you about think that. it's eight seventy right now? It's gonna be a thousand by the time y'all listen to this. You're checking right now. You should be thinking about ten second advice. I'm at eight eighty two. Ah, uh, of course, of course you are. Um, my advice is, if you feel overwhelmed with your New Year's goals you know as i am because it's really staring you in the face it's so hard to think that you're able to do it right you doubt yourself in the new year someone commented on my video today they were like you accomplished so much in 2021 the only difference with 2022 is that there's a two after it so just think about it as if like the year is continuing and you're still in the same Mm. groove of work that's good and just so like if you're already accomplishing so much last year which i did last year where i also didn't accomplish a lot just assume that you're still in that same groove you know you know you're you you were able to accomplish so much last year because 12 months passed you started getting confidence as the months went on like blah 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 just think of it like that you know life is like a ongoing cycle and it's like sometimes you're up and down with your with your motivation and how much you think you can accomplish, but you'll get there. Just think of it like that. Nothing really changed. It's just your goals and you'll be able to do it. Yeah, I think a lot of stress comes from just like from like ourselves, like putting a stress on like a new year when like it's actually just like like life is the same, like everything's the same. Like you're putting this like oh, it's a new year, I gotta do all these all these crazy things, and if I don't do it, then I'll be sad, and it's like, yeah, like, you know, keep that motivation, but it's like, if it gets to the point where it's, like, stressing you out, just, like, remember, it's like, you're the person that's, like, making a huge differentiation between, like, the, fo- the next 12 months and the last 12 months, when, like, it's all just time, like, time is, time is the same, like, don't put that much of a difference between the two if, if it's, like, tearing you down, it's, it's just life, the same thing same old thing it's thing. just life you know what i'm saying is that your advice yeah damn yeah you really took the shortcut huh yeah, i said it better than you said it comment down below who said it better <laughs> comment down below <laughs> send us a email difficultish all right anyways rate us on spotify and apple Podcasts. please leave us a review we're getting bored of just seeing our own old (laughs) reviews on the apple podcast please tell your friends about us please follow us on difficult dish we did hit 1k we're at 1.1k now Mm -hmm. talk to us nice Mm -hmm. we are labyrinth and mushroom munir Mm -hmm. on instagram and social medias Mm -hmm. we'll see you guys next week cool the office Good office. Bye, guys.